Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello everybody, welcome to Marvel Movie News. Today we're talking about Doctor Strange, Jessica Jones, Black Panther. Uh, 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 we're talking about this, the, the trailers. There's so many, there were two last week. Guardians and a little film called Logan. Stay right there, we'll be right back. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talks. I said Dr. Strange, and I just, like, stopped. Yeah. No, that was like, so good. That was so, so I just stopped. I was like, we're going to talk Dr. Strange, and are, mm-hmm. are we really going to talk about anything I think, else? Uh, I think Marquis and I are seeing it a week from today. Yeah, so. I know. Yeah, we're seeing it to I know, and I would be going, except IMAX I have. 3D. I'm so excited. Oh, I have so, so excited. much. Oh, this guy's so getting married, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. To make. yeah, you just don't, can't. Don't have the time. I know. I, know. I was it's... trying to see it Friday so we could do like a no spoiler kind I know. of a reaction. That's, that, I was yeah. hoping that I we could do that off. Yeah, because that's a two. Yeah, I was hoping that I could pull that off. But yeah, whole thing. Wedding, 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 wedding. 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 <laughs> <sighs> okay. But I love her, so it's worth it. Uh, all right, so uh, we are the Marvel Movie News. Uh, this is episode 105 coming to you live from nowhere. I thought nowhere would be a good nowhere. I feel nowhere. like we're there. Yeah. Okay. We've, been, we've been there before, but there are so many different trailers and so many different. I know, places but we came think... from Department K a couple weeks ago. We haven't come from nowhere in a while. I thought there that was a, as good a good idea. I like it. So on Marvel Movie News, we tell you all the news from all the studios. Why you should be as excited as we are. Subscribe to us on iTunes at Marvel Movie News or find us at youtube.com forward slash popcorn talk network. You can also find us through their website, popcorntalknetwork.com, on Twitter at Marvel News PTN or at the Popcorn Talk. Facebook is a forward slash Marvel News Show. And guys, if you'll tweet a link out to our show with a message telling people about the live chat, Doom will retweet you from his booth in Latveria. Doom demands tweets. Uh, <laughs> Doom, are you, would you say that you're in Latveria today? Or do you are yeah, you are you are you broadcasting from Department K? You I felt it was time to go home. Yes. <laughs> Very well. For a are, little bit. Are I we going to get to see the face of Doom later? Is that going to happen? No. No. <laughs> Doom, no. Doom is having a bad hair day. No, oh. Doom never has a bad hair day. Doom has the perfect hair, <laughs> no matter what his hair is doing. <laughs> uh, so that's it is, you there's a reason that I hide it behind a mask <laughs> and a hood. Let's say that. Well, uh, I'm Matt Key at the Matt Key. We're joined by Koi Jandro at C O Y J A M D R E A U and Marquia McCarty at M A R K E I A M C C A R T Y. There's there's a cadence there. I'm picking it up. Yeah. I'm picking it up. In a few weeks, I'll be able to do it. It almost threw me off to see you mouthing <laughs> <laughs> the letters of my name. Sorry, I, uh, your voice was my voice was coming out of your mouth. Uh, we've also got the voice of Doom in the booth. Uh, as he, as you've already said, hello. Uh, we've also got Colt Badoa tweeting from the Star Jammer. He's our social media guru. Uh, tweeting from the Star Jammer, which is located somewhere on the East Coast at this time, I believe. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, you guys have anything you want to talk about before we jump into it? 
Uh, I don't have my laptop today because uh, motorcycle stuffs and mm. walking and shenanigans and don't park on the streets of Los Angeles because your motorcycle might be driven over by a moving truck. Uh, but in the meantime, I'll be on my phone not ignoring you but live tweeting. So don't look at this as a negative. It is a positive. I'm trying to stay in touch. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, I, I would like to point out just uh, very quickly, like we do all have screens in front of us, but we are all... 100% still paying attention. Yeah. But for you. I've got us. the rundown in front of me and Twitter. Marquis is watching other social media and mm-hmm. Koi is watching our, our YouTube comments. So don't think that we're not paying attention to each other. Are we're you? here for you. We are actually <laughs> multitasking on a very high level. So. Yes, we're doing it. Uh, also, we're going to talk about Doctor Strange uh, to open the show. But before we do that, are I we? would like... We are, of course. St- stop it. I, <laughs> I, I only get a couple weeks of this, so stop. Uh... Uh, I, I would allow you to do Deadpool like for four weeks. Like, hey, it's a month of Deadpool. Let's go. Like, you're, you're faulting me for two, some, two uh, weeks. Uh, someone's in trouble. We have Deadpool news today. I yeah, think, yeah, we uh... do. We do. But that's later in the show because it's a bigger story than. If, if we start the show with it, it's not a bigger story. Wait, okay? did so, we just admit that Deadpool's a bigger story than Doctor Strange? Uh-oh. I think I just heard some stuff. It is. What? Because we... Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but about Doctor Strange, a, uh, a lot of you uh, international fans are going to see it this week. Some of you are watching it right now, uh, which I don't fault you for missing our show to watch that. Uh, but please, <laughs> I, will, I will legit not have the chance to watch it until Friday night. Uh, when I see it at the El Capitan with Brittany and like I think fifteen other friends are joining me because they want to watch my face melt. I'm coming. You you are? I might be coming. Oh, I hope you are. Yeah. Uh, but um, I will not know what's going on. So please, I swear to God, if you post a, tw- a spoiler to Twitter, there I don't know what the consequences will be, but we will figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> Doom will banhammer you so fast. So, so please, okay. international fans, I know that you're excited. You want to share your excitement with us. Uh, the only thing I want to see on Twitter is, oh, my God, I loved it. Anything beyond that is a spoiler for me. So, Because yeah. we're going to wait until, we're, we're seeing it next week, but we're going to wait until the 8th to have our spoiler show. Yeah, yes. exactly. Exactly. So uh, uh, please, please respect my wishes with that. I, I very much appreciate it. Uh, and I, I know all of us do as well. And I hope you enjoy the movie. Seeing um, it, seeing it overseas, seeing it first, you know. With great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> Very nice thing I, I, I do. I, I, love, I love that Doom is in the booth, and he's kind of like a morning drive rock DJ. Yeah, like, yeah he's, he's DJing hard. He's like, sound yeah. like, sound like, yeah, sound like, like this, this. Mariga! All right, guys, let's get back on track. Baby, like, baby uh, and the dingo. It's like uh, that, but all of my <laughs> baby and the dingo. Yes. <laughs> It's sort of like that, but all of my sound bites are nerdy and Marvel. No, I, <laughs> dude, I'm not complaining. I, I'm, no, I'm like... legitimately giving you a compliment. I think it's great. Uh, all right, so like I said, we're going to start with Doctor Strange, and the there's not a lot there, but uh, the reviews thus far are very good. I have not checked Rotten Tomatoes today. I'm going to go do that right now, actually. Uh, mm-hmm. But as of yesterday, it was sitting at a 95. Not a bad place Ooh. to live. Um, not bad with, at all. With I think like 20 reviews in. Yeah. So it's not a lot, but hey, it's not bad. Uh, but 95. Yeah, I mean, it's a good thing uh, everyone's being paid off by critics, because otherwise it just had to be a good oh movie. God. I mean, it'd be crazy if it was oh just good. What a crazy concept. There's uh, got to be money involved. You know, now, films are not intrinsically good. Yeah, you know, like, just kidding. <laughs> oh I'm not even going to try That's to... That's not even ironically true. Uh, Doctor Strange is 97% right now. That's amazing. Okay, that's so great. Yeah, that's 97%. That's great. With how many reviews? Uh, that's what I'm looking, uh, uh, four, uh, four reviews, review no. 37. There you go. 
36 Art? fresh, no. one rotten. No. Let's go see if we can find who the rotten one is so everyone can tweet at that guy for being an idiot. <laughs> Matt hasn't uh, seen the movie. Right is now. already upset. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, we are at war. Who, who are we at war with? I'm going to go find this out. I can't. You're going to focus on that one person. I'm going to focus. Well, one look. Person. Have look, not seen the 30, movie. We'll focus might, on that one 38, <laughs> 38 people have sent in their review. One of them is meh. And it's Scott Mendelson from Forbes. I should have known it. <laughs> Mendelson, dance off, bro. Mean <laughs> you. Uh, so anyone, uh, everyone, go tweet at Scott Mendelson that uh, he should change oh his goodness. review. He confirms Battle of Forbes. <laughs> he confirms. Uh, I haven't seen the film. For all I know, I'm going to walk out of it and be like, Forbes was right. Oh, my God. Yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> no, no, it won't happen. No. Uh, Mrs. Wedding, heartbroken <laughs> by film. I didn't know I could lose love like this. Yeah. I'm so sorry, Brittany. I love you, but I, I'm a monster. I can never love again. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I've been hurt. I've been scorned. <laughs> uh, so, uh, we uh, also with uh, uh, Doctor Strange News, Wong was confirmed for Infinity War, as was Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch was rumored for it. It seemed like he was kind of... He said a few things that seemed to uh, uh, hint that he was going to be doing the film. But just this week, he uh, admitted at a... I can't remember what conference he was at, but he was like, yes, uh, I'm definitely in Infinity War. Uh, And Wong also confirmed that, I believe, to comicbook.com. So uh, Doctor Strange and Wong are both in Infinity War, which is exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, So I don't think any of us are... Surprised by that, but well, no, you know, Wong a little bit more. Really? Like not too much, but like mm-hmm. a little bit. Like, oh, cool. That's not surprised. Like what? But surprised. Like, oh, that's cool. I like that. Okay, it's you like know? nice addition. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well done, Marvel. S- s- slow applause. Uh, Doctor Strange is like, well, yeah, no duh. Like, you're idiots if you don't. Yeah, this yeah. is the Doctor Strange. Oh, credits. I was like, we uh-huh. got some crazy slow jazz. Yeah, I no, mean, this is the Doctor Strange in credits. Uh, I have an amazing <laughs> shout out, real quick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my Ian Strang's girlfriend is driving, so he can watch us while while they're on the way. So they're like listening to us in the car, and she's driving. So shout out to Emma for driving. Yeah, that's oh, awesome. Shout out to Emma. Now we are car radio DJs. Yeah, oh, we are. Wow. Well done, Doom. Well done. <laughs> nice. And to bring it back to, of course, Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Um, the words of Matt Key, uh, what are you going to do? Throw a vibranium shield? Vibranium at, shield at Dormammu? <laughs> <laughs> nice pull. That's a good quote. Who said that again? Oh, oh yeah. Some, oh, some wise sorcerer. That? I don't know. <laughs> probably some jerk. This is probably some jerk who's stuck on himself. We've had a really nice reveal for you at the end of the show. With <laughs> no, not yet. Don't show him. Oh, no. no oh, no. no. I wasn't supposed no. to see it. That's part of the social uh, media part. I wasn't you supposed gotta to see pre- it. I didn't see it. Oh. I didn't you see nothing. You have to prep Doom for surprises. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't see I nothing. at the end of the show. So, I didn't see nothing. I uh, went to Chimichanga's before Deadpool and yep. I made it an experience. Is yep. there anything a fan can do to prepare for Doctor Strange besides find their astral selves? <laughs> um, I think that they can go to a uh, uh, Tibetan shrine and meditate. Okay, that's easy. That's that's totally doable. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> because you know how like there's a Tibetan shrine on like every oh, block. Yeah, so, I mean, come yeah. On. yeah especially LA. I mean, yeah, life. yeah. Go find a Bodhi tree, sit underneath it, meditate for a day. Actually, you know what? I have found meditating mm. to be quite useful for my crazy brain. I would oh, love if yes. everyone before they saw Doctor Strange. Just try to meditate once, because I'm really curious your reactions. Dude, honest, honestly, a uh, block from my house in Pasadena is the Pasadena Buddhist Vihara. Awesome. And they've got a Bodhi tree in the back, in their backyard. That's wicked And cool. it's open to anybody. So, like, I'll go, that. like, I go up there once nice. a week. 
does. Just chill under the Bodhi tree and just meditate for 20 or 30 Not minutes. Not a yeah. sponsor, but Headspace is an amazing app that helps me meditate. That's like oh, 20 yeah. minutes of guided meditation. It's oh, nice. well worth it. It's so good. Also, not to, you know, encourage drug use, but acid? <laughs> We're not encouraging that, oh, by the way. Can this someone, is a, can we are not do a encouraging meme of that. that with Toy Space, not to encourage drug use, but acid. Doom is on point today. Yeah, nicely done. Well done, Doom. All right, no, so uh, uh, and I wanted... Kundalini Yoga. That's awesome with meditation. Okay, yeah. don't do drugs, you... kids. Stay in school. <laughs> Uh, okay, so while we're on the subject of Doctor Strange, uh, they released a bunch of high def pictures last week. Mm-hmm. One of the pictures that no one is that no one said anything, no one saw anything, but it showed a picture of Wong holding uh, a relic, and that relic looks exactly like the Wand of Wat tomb. Go ahead and show that real quick, Doom. Uh, so there's that. You can barely we can barely see it. Yeah. I, I'm we, hoping... we have a dark screen. But yeah, we have a super dark screen and lights shining on it. Uh, but, uh, Jim, can you show the comic book version of it? All right, so you see that golden thing? It's got the demon heads on both sides. That's cool. That's the Wand of mm-hmm. Watum. The Wand of Watum is one of the most sought-after, most dangerous relics in the Doctor Strange comics. So to see Very Wong cool. just, like, holding it like, what is this, is exciting to me. I don't know if it plays a part in this in the film. I don't know if it it's a great Easter egg is or just a really like... stupendous Easter egg. Right. But it's a hyper-powerful... Like, so Watum is one of the eight main deities. Like, when, when Doctor Strange is like, by the winds of Watum, he's, like, summoning, like, this deity, this principality that sort of has control over the Earth's weather in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. Um, and the wand of Watum is his totem. Like, all of his power is in that wand. So anyone who wields it is basically a demigod. Um, and one of, the, one of the other powers that they can use the wand of Watum for, that I think they're probably going to use it for in the film, is... Um, you can like whisk yourself away to the far off reaches of the universe on the winds of Watum. So it's like it's, it's sort of like the warp whistle in Mario Three, like <laughs> and then cool. the tornado comes and like wipes you away. Yeah. It's the wind of uh, wand of Watum. I love that, and so, I love the analogy. Yeah, that's, that's a cool you. thing. Yeah, uh, and if you want to, if you want to know more about the Wand of a Tube, there is a wonderful article that GeekGirlAuthority.com has written oh, by. I don't know, I don't know, know who wrote that. Who wrote that? I don't know who wrote that. Probably some jerk. <laughs> Probably some total, total freaking. Why jerk. do you ask questions? To <laughs> Oh, Ian McKellen, you're delightful. All right, so let's move on. That's all. That's all we've got for Doctor Strange. I'm, I'm jealous that you guys get to see it a, a few days before me. I'm not that uh, excited. It seems very ironic, though. It is. Yeah, it's it like, is. It's like, yeah. some, it's it like is. you've seen it... Deadpool a month before me. Like even a, a week, a week <laughs> of me, a week. Doctor Strange for you would be like a full. Like, oh, dude, it's gonna oh. kill me. It's gonna oh, yeah. kill. Like if you've ever wanted to figure out a way to torture me. Just text me every day, like, dude, that Doctor Strange, though, right? I think like, I'll probably. Oh send wait, you, you haven't seen it yet. I'm gonna send yeah. a random out of context screenshot of the end trailer, in credits. Oh wow! <laughs> just the knowledge that I've seen it without any spoiler. Just like, look so at that bad. black screen. You know what that black screen follows? Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, which yeah. I just saw and you did not. Uh, I might uh? have seen it twice before you. Because I'm gonna see it Thursday. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, actually, you're unbelievable. See they are. But you haven't seen it through my eyes yet. That's true. There and we go. That's gonna be. You're both gonna be there, right, on Friday night? So yes. I'm planning on it. The I gotta buy my tickets. The coolest thing is yes. my dad has only been to LA. Is he in once. town? 
in seven years. He's coming out for the second time for one day, and that's that Friday in between the business trip. So it'd be so cool for me to bring my dad and Doctor Strange. And it's El Capitan, right? And there's going to be like a like a bunch of really cool people there, right? He gets to meet my friends, get to experience Doctor Strange with my pops, dude. Go El Cap, go get go get tickets. It's real tickets now. Yeah, yeah. I want to because selling out. All right, we've got to move on because we are 15 minutes in and we've talked about and we've got a full show. We've got a full show. Jessica Jones. The entire second season is going to be directed entirely by women, which is, I think, happened once with a TV show. Uh, uh, I, I think what uh, show? Ava DuVernay's show on Oprah's oh, um, network. Queen Sugar? I think no. so. I think is that, that it or is it the uh, I can't remember the name. The I just remember she was the one who was like, no, I want the entire season directed by women. Which, That's awesome. Yeah. Heck yeah. Get it. Like, <laughs> let's do that. Uh, get more get more female voices out there. I still and, want Lexi Alexander to direct Blade. Oh man, I want her to direct every episode of Punisher. Ooh yeah, um, I just like her. Her and Blake, she loves Blade and the fight yeah. scene. Does she really? Oh yeah, no, I didn't know she loved Blade. She's that on much. Twitter a lot. Like like yeah, and her and like Wesley Snipes, I think would be like really good working together. And her like martial arts background and Lexi, make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I mean, there's nothing else to say to that except. Yeah, of course, mm-hmm. of course. Like we need, we need that perspective for a show like Jessica Jones in order for this a show like Jessica Jones to do well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and then why not? There's been entire seasons directed by men. Yeah, yeah exactly. Have one directed <laughs> by women. Just, I think that has happened before. What yeah, a crazy I think, it, I think it has somewhere within the history yeah. of television. All yeah, men huh, directed. So weird. Mm. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but apparently, uh, just to go a little bit deeper into it, uh, the showrunner Melissa Rosenberg's initial idea was. Um, cause so many female directors are in demand, you know, right now. So she was like, well, let's get as many as we can. And mm-hmm. then whatever remaining holes we have, we'll throw some, some men at it. And, uh, then one of the people on, on the show was like, no, screw that. Like, we've got enough lead time. Let's do every episode. Let's not like, mm-hmm. let's do every episode. She's like, you're right. So <laughs> thank God. Uh, other news, Black Panther, Letitia Wright has joined the cast in an undisclosed yes. role. Variety broke the news as far as I could tell. Um, and, uh, Charles Lee at goofy fan underscore Chuck. Oh, she's so cute. Oh, she's the best. Yeah. Uh, look says, at that smile. Uh, Letitia Wright has been cast in Black Panther. She's 22. I'm calling it Shuri. Yeah. Uh, uh which yeah. is a very real possibility. I think that's a great possibility. Great yeah. Part. Um, if you're not familiar with her, um, she's also part of the Doctor Who universe. Uh, she's, um. The Hooniverse? The Hooniverse. Uh, she's a. Uh, she was in Fear the Raven, uh, which is part of a Clara storyline uh, where she has to. Well, she has the. Uh, I think it's called Face the Raven. Mm-hmm. It's either Fear the Raven or Face the Raven, and she plays um, Anison, um, who is uh, a part of that storyline. I don't want to give it away. Sure, but um, she's in it. But she's in sure. it. Yeah. Uh, she's also already been cast in uh, Ready Player One in one of the main roles there, uh, being directed by Steven Spielberg. I'm uh, mm-hmm. pretty excited for that movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like and if book. if she is Shuri, which uh, is definite possibility. Oh uh, man, I wanted to be. I uh, want her to be Shuri so badly. Like I want like Shuri that. in this film, and I don't even know why. I just because she's amazing. That if no, you, if you no, see I know, any, but like, like I don't you, know like what a, story they're doing. Like I, yeah, like, I know, but like anything should income. It's like if there was any video game ever that had Shuri as a playable character, yeah. pick her. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, all right, just we're like a no, little, do it, a do it. Like I nerded out on Doctor Strange, go for it. Yeah, a little quick thing with uh, Shuri. Um, yeah, she wanted to be you know queen of mm-hmm. Wakanda, you know, as in the Black Panther for like 
forever for mm -hmm. her entire life. Uh, there's a point in the storyline where she gets the nomination to become Black Panther um, and has goes through the trial, uh, takes a heart-shaped herb, and uh, Bass the Panther God refuses her because she's so arrogant. Oh, yeah. that's so awesome. Um, but, I didn't but, know that storyline. Yeah, but no, the thing of it is is that um, this was like Moreland was, mm -hmm. um, you know, oh, Taryn, Moreland. Yeah. Moreland, yeah, yeah, he was Taryn, but through, uh, <laughs> through Wakanda <laughs> at the time. Uh, so she actually was like, well, then screw you. She put on the Black Panther suit anyway and went out and defeated him. Oh, that's yeah. so awesome. Yeah, and then what, afterwards she gets some things. Was this the priest uh, run or was this, uh, oh, what, what would that yeah, be? Yeah, this is, this, is this is after Namor is um, brainwashed um, and she actually gets the nomination from um, Queen Aurora. Oh, yeah. So this oh, is so like back in the oh, okay. This is, this is like this yeah. is like okay. Cool, yeah. cool, 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 I, cool. I really, I, I agree, Langley. Uh, I really wanted Lapita, and since she isn't, I would love this because I think Lapita Nyong'o yeah. as as Shuri would have been amazing. But oh, yeah, but she, I, I but think like, she's, she's, she's Nakia. The, mm -hmm. She's like a Dora Malahi, right? Dora Malaye. Yeah, well, that's like saying she's a warrior. No, I know, yeah. but she is one of the Dora Malaye, right? Uh, we don't know. But there's no confirmation as far no, as I know. No, I'm pretty Malaje. sure she Malaje. is. Okay. Malaje. Malaje. Mar I, uh, it's been a long night. Dora Malaje? There we go. Oh, Dora Malaje. All right. Okay. Um, She's in it. I'm happy. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, do you want to say anything? Uh, I, I also hope she's sure. That's like I, I, yeah. like, I would love to see two Black Panther level uh, heroes yeah. fighting yeah. like Killmonger. Like that's... I want to yeah. see that like <laughs> tag team like taken into Michael B. Jordan. Like I think that would be great. Oh, man. Yeah, and then uh, every time we talk about the cast, I just like daydream. I know it's and so it's like, good. Like, yeah, Michael B. Jordan fighting. I'm like yes. <laughs> uh, all right, so Black Panther. Uh, we also want to cover yeah. very quickly this week uh, some actual comic book news. Uh, Marvel pulled the variant Invincible Iron Man cover uh, that was done by J. Scott Campbell. J. Scott Campbell is very well known for um, portraying uh, 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 females. Um, in a, a bit of a sexier manner, typically. Same. Super busty and uh, buddy. Super busty. They they usually have like very curvy hips, very much the way that she uh, that uh, that Riri is shown here. Uh, but in this instance, it's not necessarily the best uh, because Riri is a fifteen-year-old girl, not a thirty-year-old woman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you know, we don't want to necessarily like overly sexualize. Someone who's fifteen. I like Jerry right. Scott Campbell a lot. He's uh, a nice guy. I've met him a few times. He's like he's good friends with Brittany. Like I he's like a his very a nice lot. guy, and his art his art can be very well done. But it's just mm -hmm. the character that's a tricky. That it, is it's a, his style. It's yeah. so, therefore I think that style shouldn't be used in that. Like you yeah, know. and there's almost something to be said for like Marvel. Why would you go to J. Scott Campbell and draw like a fifteen year old girl? Like, yeah. yeah, and then and then you kind of see like um the comparison of the variant covers uh -huh. like um because he tweeted out like hey I was going off of this cover and he's got mm -hmm. the the Jeff uh, Daylack I think I said that right I hope yeah. I did uh, the Jeff Daylack variant cover I think I gave that to you I'm not sure. Um, Doom, I'm sorry if I didn't, but um, it's the one where you have like Tony Stark huge in the mm -hmm. background and then a uh, uh, very intense Riri and she's mm -hmm. huge afro mm -hmm. and kind of more of a mature face in the crop top. Um, and if that's the one that he was going off of and he's just making something in his style, mm -hmm. then of course he would have that variant cover. Of I mean, I of see course. the progression of it um, if he didn't see the inside art. Um, and that I did give you, Doom. Uh, the Insight Art by um, Stefano Casili, if I said that right. He's, uh, um, well, we're, yeah, we're, that's, we're pulling that's it up right one. now, everybody. Yeah. 
But the inside art, um, she's very much a 15-year-old girl. Yeah. I mean, and then to talk like there was that whole hashtag that came up, uh, teens that look like teens. Uh, you can still, oh uh, yeah, that's the that's just. But see, there's but here's here's the difference with with this cover. In this cover, yes, she's wearing like you just started. <laughs> Sorry, that was, I don't know how that. <laughs> well done, dude. You just well saw done. Tony Stark. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you started a war. And uh, in, in this cover, uh, she's yes, she's fifteen. Yes, she's young, but she, mm-hmm. and, and yes, her her outfit is. Um, well, it's a crop top. It's a crop top, so it's like sexy yeah. adjacent, but it's not but like it's, it's not it's, like oh, yeah. sexy. Like it's, it's not, not like cropped at the it's belly. Not v it's not going down to places. Yeah, and, yeah but, it's just, but yeah. here's yeah. what that even with all of that, it's a, still a powerful stance. It's mm-hmm. I'm Riri Williams. I'm Ironheart. Like I'm gonna go kick some booty and win the day. And this mm-hmm. one is, hey guys, I'm Riri. Come talk to me. <laughs> I tweet and Instagram. Like that's what that is, you know. So I'm still bummed she's not called Iron Maiden. <laughs> <laughs> I get upset about it every time I see yeah. Ironheart. I'm like, it's right there. Uh, yeah. yeah. So like a anyway, clash you... of songs, Iron Man and Iron Maiden. It could have been a whole thing for me. Oh, could have had a soundtrack. I love that. <sighs> the dream's dead. But yeah, I mean. Anyway, so the, like, yeah. The armored version is still going to be at Midtown sure. um, Comics. Though. And the armored so, version is. Armored it, version is cool. I like the armored version. Yeah. So and and like, there's been a lot of also a lot of cries against like the actual quality of the artwork. Some people are like, J. Scott Campbell, you're better than this. Come on, like. <laughs> so and it it is a bit of a rush job, and he even admitted that on on social yeah. media. He's like, hey, I had like so many. I'm sorry. I'm just like, yeah. I draw a lot of comics. Yeah. Yeah. So that's more than likely. Uh, I mean, just compared to other. Teenage variant covers. Yeah. So it's just like, eh, you know, yeah. Squirrel Girl is fourteen. Yeah, exactly. Um, Kamala was sixteen, and it's it wasn't like that. But well, I like his uh, Mary Jane because she's a mature married woman. Goddamn. <laughs> uh, but uh, while while it seems a little strange that Marvel would go to like a man who's known for his art, his very specific style of drawing women with a fifteen year old, like even though it's like hey, Marvel, maybe you know you don't. You don't go to a pornographer for, like, an Oscar-winning <laughs> film, you know? Uh, not that he's a pornographer, Jay Scott. You're not. Uh, this is just an example. But um, it's also, like, credit to Marvel for being like, oh, yeah, you know what? This actually doesn't work. We're going to pull it. Yeah. So, like, no no talk, no contest, no, just, yeah. nope, doesn't work. We're pulling it. You know, so credit to them, but also, huh? So, <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. um, in Saturn news... Uh, we lost one of comics' uh, most notable artists this week. Um, I actually still have not heard any. Yeah. I don't know that they've announced it. Maybe they have, and I've just missed it. Um, but Steve Dillon, uh, the artist behind Preacher, um, has uh, passed away. I think he was like fifty-six. He was in his mid-fifties, so still, young man, still relatively young. Um, but uh, he's one of the more seminal artists like it's a like it's a 2016 loss and a year where we're losing bowie and 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 uh you know so many other like prince um uh, gene wilder of course we've lost yeah Yeah. 2016 has been exhaustingly violent yeah Mm -hmm. like 2016 is very much like oh maybe god does exist and he wants all the cool people in heaven right now (laughs) yeah like it's um, a slow action rapture going on yeah the rest of us have not caught on yeah exactly we're not uh, worthy, man. That guy. But no, I mean, like, <laughs> well, preacher... I, ha- I haven't made a preacher, so <laughs> that's true. That's true. But but like, just to put it into context for anyone who doesn't know history or anything else, like preacher in the mid to late '90s was 
the book. Like, if you talk to anyone doing comics today that was raised in the 90s, Preacher was the book they wanted to be doing and writing. Oh, that's great. Cassidy um, feeding. Yeah. Uh, so. Tom and, Tommy D said complications to a ruptured appendix. Ooh. Mm. Oh, man. That's scary. Take care of yourself, Thank you, guys. Tommy. Thank you for mm. that. Uh, but, yeah, we, we wanted to note that um, his passing, it's very sad. Uh, the, 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 some of the Punisher stuff that he drew is some of the best stuff that's out there. Um, and, the the daredevil, you know, that daredevil scene where he's chained up and everything. That's, mm-hmm. that's Dylan, you know? Yeah. So, oh. um, you know, it's like, I have to make that decision every yeah. time. He yeah. was on Wolverine for a while, if I remember correctly, it was a good run too. Yeah. Wolverine origins. Yeah. So, uh, big loss, big, big, big loss. He, he also did Animal Man, Hellblazer over at DC. Mm. Um, so he's done some, some really big names. All of, all of them, like very gritty and real, yeah. and, you know, yeah. so it just goes directly with the style. So, uh, condolences to, uh, his family and, and all of his friends. So, yeah. And thank you for preacher. So. Yeah. Thank you so much for preacher. Go yeah. stop what you're doing and go read that. Yeah. Uh, or watch it. Or, uh, the, or yeah, the first yeah. seasons. It's it doesn't follow the comic exactly, but the no. first. You know, I don't want to like give you spoilers, but but um, go wa- watch it. It's watch good. it for it's good. Uh, Ruth Nega and the mm. interaction between mm. Fiori and and uh, what's his name so LeBlanc. Fiori and LeBlanc, the yeah, two LeBlanc. angels. Yeah, 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 yeah. Watch it for the, for that if nothing else. Uh, all right, Cassidy's perfect. Cassidy's yeah. one of my favorite characters in the history of television. Cassidy on that show is yeah. like, man, I yeah. love that actor. Yeah, well, Cassidy, the character in the comic books, is one well, of the really, best comic books. Oh, yeah, characters. absolutely. Like, but then the absolutely. translation of that bar being high yeah, and then making it. Like across show. the board, it's so good. Uh, all right. Doom, do you want to t- catch us up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? We've got, we had oh. last week's episode. We have this week's coming episode. Like, <laughs> he's cueing himself. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Last week we got Lola versus the Hell Charger. Yeah, it's so beautiful. good. Uh, on land, so we got the, the question answered. On land, the Hell Charger wins. Because uh, Lola wasn't flying. But Colson outsmarted Robbie mm. Reyes. So it works but, out. This, uh, so Lola won. Lo, uh, Colson won. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well parsed, nice. sir. The, well the Hell Charger was faster, but Colson put a, hell, uh, put a, uh, a Quinjet. Quinjet in yeah. his way. So... Stopped him there. Fair, uh, fair point. You parsed but, it well, uh, sir. We got that. Um, then we got Ghost Rider working with Shield, which led to the thing that I like joked about seeing, which was the fact that you had uh, you had two characters on this show who both use a fiery chain to fight yep. with. Mm-hmm. Loved it. It was awesome. They faced off, and it was beautiful. Uh, so uh, the minute Ghost Rider grabs. His, the chain and just yeah. stares at it goes huh <laughs> uh, it was it was a great moment somebody gif, like gift it and sent it to me and I just watched it on a loop <laughs> of course you did um, but we got that uh, we got a lot more further down the line on the uh, the Ada uh, storyline uh, and we got qu- uh, sort of AI and the the worries with that um, where Simmons is now working with Quake Quake's back into the fold. Um, my favorite thing about this was that uh, there, while there's the, t- the the two fire guys fighting next to a fireworks factory, <laughs> that was uh, that was a really smart set piece. I yeah, thought. 
And somebody sent me the best, again, just some fans sending me brilliant stuff. I'm sorry that I don't have your name. They sent me the clip of The Simpsons where Millhouse is watching Itchy and Scratchy. <laughs> when are they going to get to the fireworks factory? <laughs> uh, but in this case, they do. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful. Um, and then tonight, uh, we're going to see how what happens when Quake gets folded back into uh, the team a little bit. And Simmons is going to have to face a lie detector test. Uh, because now she knows all kinds of secrets, like the fact that she was helping Quake, a known terrorist, out. Yeah, she's got a lot of lies to um, cover. And we're going to see what happens now that S.H.I.E.L.D. is out of the shadows. Yeah. Because that like mm-hmm. that has huge implications to the rest of the MCU, sort of, uh, as much as S.H.I.E.L.D. can, uh, like this show. I'm being honest here. No, I know. It, I, I really wish that they could figure a way to coordinate everything, but I just I don't think we're ever going to yeah. see that happen. But like, it, it, like I would love to see one day. Like, what is like Shield is now public again. Like pu- they publicly acknowledge that Shield exists, despite the fact that any smart person would have just rebranded it and like with the same people and just call it something new. Uh, but like Captain America's out there, or like a little so he's sort of out there uh, hiding. But, like, what does he think? He's like, no, S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, uh, tonight we're going to be talking about it on uh, AfterBuzz TV at a new time. We what? Had to, we had to move because uh, mm. I have uh, – I'm doing some live uh, sketch comedy now. And so oh. We had to move to half ah. of my show. Uh-huh. Uh, so if you're in uh, the Los Angeles area on Wednesday, November 2nd at uh, 1030 at night, go to the Pack Theater. Uh, What's your show? Uh, it's a sketch show with a group called Turncoat. Nice. Uh, cool. Uh, check it out. It's going to be fun. You're uh, all traitors. So tonight at 11 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, join uh, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. After Buzz TV after show. Nice. So nice. Full breakdown on this week's show. Uh, well, uh, is, 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 that all, is that all you got for us on S.H.I.E.L.D.? Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. So I've got some breaking news that just came on. I'm just looking at comicbook.com. Nice. Uh, Punisher is 100% confirmed for 2017 release. Woo-hoo. Which is what we've been speculating because they're filming it now. But here's here's what that means. December 31st? I have no idea. They don't have an actual date. They just say 2017. Uh, but we also know that we're getting we're definitely getting Iron Fist and we're definitely getting Defender. So we're going to get three Netflix series next year. Wow. We're almost to my dream of one a season. <laughs> Winter, spring, fall, summer. Because we'll that's get, how this order goes because I live in L.A. And I don't know we'll how it there. works. We'll get there. Want it. We'll get there. So excited. I promise three. we'll get there. Yeah, so. Three shows, 87 movies, 100 comics. <laughs> so much content, you guys. There's so much. There's a lot. There's a whole, whole lot. So anyway, that's breaking news. Now we're going to go on to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Ah, oh, yes. We had a trailer come out this yes. week. I don't, this is a little pee coming out of me right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. This whole show, actually. Yep. This entire show. I'm hydrating so I can loop it. <laughs> it's important. You're, you're like a, a broken fountain over there. Yeah, yeah. it's just a really it's sad fountain. It's, it's like worst. water world over here. Yeah. <laughs> gross. Yeah. You guys are gross. Yeah, you guys are gross. <laughs> not I get too excited. Super gross, you guys. Full fountain when Deadpool comes uh, in. You guys are super gross. gross. I wasn't going to say anything. Tell you <laughs> There's a desk for a reason, you guys. Uh, all right, so. Uh, Marquis, why don't you start us off? What was your what po- what Ooh. part stood out to you? Can I put you on the spot now? Uh, yeah, please do. Uh, yeah, um, well, I I absolutely love the ending part. Oh, <laughs> so good! It is so good. You must find a woman who's pathetic 
Like you. Like you. <laughs> do, Thanks, do you want, Drax. Do you want a hug? No. no. I do not. No. Come here. No, Come I do here. not. I thought I said no. <laughs> Uh, so, and oh, I, I just love so like his fantastic. arm is just like oh this is so awkward I am not enjoying this oh I just love how it encompasses those characters and I, I just and I love that it looks like an unrequited love thing with Gamora and she's yeah. just she's just such an incredible yeah. you know I mean eventually I would love for them to have that whole infinity watch thing that she does oh my god uh, I've, yeah I've that been, would be cool yeah I've that been, would be uh, cool oh and then every this. single shot was my favorite shot yeah <laughs> Yeah, it was the most like we had in a minute and a half. All all the characters got their moment. We it reminded us why we love them, how much we love them. It reminded mm-hmm. us what how individual mm-hmm. and unique the characters mm-hmm. are, while showing us the scope of this new world. Like I remember Chris Pratt said it was going to be the biggest spectacle film of all time, mm-hmm. and then the, the trailer was like, "Oh, here's a one second flash of a hair flip with this insane yellow background, and you're going to be like, blah, blah, blah. like yeah, that trailer. I've watched it so many times because I'm just like, it's so much stimuli, it's so good, it's so funny, like." The Drax mm-hmm. bit was uh, yes. It's Everything so good. is good. Well, it was and, a perfect trailer. And it like really his, was. there's actual like it seems like there's a bit, a small bit of actual wisdom from Drax where he's like, there are two types of people in the universe: those who dance and those who do not. And that you know that's so true. Yeah, and, and then it's, it's so like, true. Don't you want to see where where he gets that knowledge from? Yeah, you know, because he yeah. doesn't have a filter. No, so he saw something or he did something, yeah. and I want to know what it is. What is it? What did yeah. he do? What does he experience that he knows this? Exactly. Drax dance sequence, please. Oh, oh I actually wouldn't mind that at all. Yeah, I I just can't get over how. I keep saying this so it sounds like a lie, but every so often I get the fatigue, not superhero bubble fatigue, but just Mm -hmm. like we live in a world where there's so much great content that it's exhausting because there's so much to receive. Mm -hmm. Every time a trailer is this good and also Logan trailer, which we'll get to, I'm just overwhelmed with glee Mm -hmm. because I, I, we won. (laughs) <laughs> we won. The we, nerds won. We nerds did have won. We won. Because this is we the best. It. I mean, some of the best content is superhero films, mm-hmm. and like they're not letting them rest on their laurels. Like mm-hmm. we're not mm-hmm. just being like, "Oh, this will make five hundred million dollars" because it's the first one is good. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. We're challenging ourselves to make it better. We're yeah. gonna do a great movie. We're not just gonna assume because it's a franchise. And that I think is the difference between Marvel and some other sequels. That I'll uh, I, I like a lot of film companies that make sequels. Like we didn't need Die Hard Five. I didn't need that in my life. Yeah. But like this God, is was a there movie. A fifth one? Oh, there was. Yeah, there was. Right. <laughs> right. I just remember that wasn't even hyperbole. I'm serious. <laughs> Die Hard Five. But like yeah. this is a thing that's it. It needs to exist, and they're making it happen, and they're not letting it be a cop out. And yeah. it looks great. Well, and I, I think mm-hmm. that's a very much the influence of Kevin Feige because he's he's gone on record saying like we don't make the sequel unless we know a whole other story that we want to tell. Like, what's the story that we actually want to tell for this sequel? Like, we don't do it just because, yes, we're going to make a billion dollars, and yes, of course, we want to, who doesn't? But, Mm -hmm. like, what's the story first? Like, they were probably, I mean, they were working on a Guardian sequel, like, years ago. Right. And that's why they're an empire. They haven't fallen yet, because they care about each and every installment. There's there's not, Mm -hmm. like, weak legs and weak links. Like, even the worst Marvel movie is better than a lot of action tentpoles. Yeah. Even the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people in the chat room, yes, Baby Groot and the little jacket. Oh, that little, that baby, oh. like, talk about merchandise. Oh, like, oh my I God. Oh my God. I can't wait to have a kid to dress my kid as Baby Groot. Oh and my they God. know that about me. <laughs> they got Mar- me, man. Marvels in your head, man. They're like, yeah. yeah. It's all that acid they must be They're doing. They're like, oh. have them pop out a bunch of kids. Once again, kids who do not condone acid use. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but like I really think that like it's the best way to sell Disney toys by also being canon like I'm real Mm -hmm. amped and I'm like 
I saw a <clears throat> voice crack. Yeah. I saw a uh, a kid mannequin dressed as a rocket raccoon, and I literally almost turned my motorcycle around and take a picture to send it to Brittany because it was the cutest thing in the world. And like <laughs> that just shows me like the the culture is ready. Yeah. Mm. We're yeah. here. This yeah. is here. Wait, are, are you saying the culture is ready for You'd Brittany me to have children? Yeah. Okay. okay. Spoiler good alert. Koi, good Koi confirms. Yes. Uh, the culture, culture is ready. Okay, <laughs> good. It's going to be good. a side guy shift, man. Yeah, so hurry up and do that so we can see, like, baby key Groot Oh, pictures. man, he would be the cutest. Oh, yeah. Let's just go ahead and rush to that big life step for baby key Groot. Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, also it sounds like a fantastic alien can name. I, can I, I, I yes. know baby key Groot. This is baby so completely off topic, and I apologize. Uh, but the other day I was working on wedding stuff and like the, we've got to get permits and everything because of the size of it. And we're having like a, a weird venue. Mm-hmm. So I'm working on the permits and that's been like the last two months is just like getting these permits handled uh, on top of everything else that we're doing on top of planning the honeymoon. I was just like, oh my God, okay, we're doing going off the checklist. And then I was like, and then like, then we'll be married. And it like hit me. I was like, oh my God, like we're doing all of this to actually get married. She's going mm-hmm. to be my wife. Oh my God. Like I... I haven't even had a chance to let that sit in yet, to sink yeah. in. And it was just like this beautiful, like, uh, it's okay. Aww. Everything's okay. So, Aww. Anyway. That's fantastic. Uh, yeah. A lot, lot of giftable moments today, you guys. Yeah. We're having some beats. That it's was the, the coffee. Was the love one. And the love. Uh, all right, so let's go back to, speaking of love, so my album. <laughs> it's the coffee and the love. It's the coffee and the love. Uh, it sounds like a, a, an album that Millhouse's dad would do. <laughs> It's the coffee and the love. Uh, nice Millhouse dad accent. Thank you. I was thinking like Kenny Loggins. I was making this way clear, man. I was trying to no, make a sex solo. Super not Dana's cool. Song. Super not cool. Uh, all right. So one of the things that I liked about this trailer versus even the Logan trailer, because they both came out. Mm-hmm. And I love the Logan trailer too. But one of the things that this trailer did well is not show us anything that's going on. Yep. Yeah. This trailer was very much... Hey, remember that movie that you liked a couple years ago? Here's those characters again. And it's the same tone. Ta-da! <laughs> we know you love them. Yeah. You know, like even like... <laughs> Pre-buy your tickets. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you would buy your tickets now if you could. Oh, yes. Yes, I would. Uh, and even at the end, like the very last line of the entire trailer is, you're welcome. Like, and I can't help but think that's... Very specifically on purpose, like oh, yeah. nice. you're welcome, like and that poster, welcome. of nice. course, of course, like, yeah, oh. of course, you know. So like, that's one of the th- like, and and again, I am not pooping all over that's the the, the Logan trailer because the Logan sir. trailer was yeah, great, that, that, but that is something like you watch that Logan trailer, you're like, I think this probably happens. I bet this happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is probably the plot that's going on. But you watch this and you're like, uh, apparently Star Lord and Gamora have like this weird unrequited love. And there's a planet at one point, and Rocket shoots a hole in the ship. Okay. <laughs> like, and he smiles about it, and Baby Groot wears a jacket. Like, yeah. Nebula's that's all there. we know. Yeah. yeah. Nebula has a hoodie not... on. And yeah, she's like, what? Be to be fair, Guardians is out in May, and Logan's out in March. So, so. very fair. And, like, the second trailer will probably show exactly. Logan, a lot Logan's more. Logan's only five months away, man. Hmm. I know, dude. I, and that trailer looks great. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We've still got a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, so... One of the things that I love about this poster, uh, I mean, obviously, yeah, it says, obviously, we're doing volume two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that it is almost an exact ripoff of the Ramones oh, Rockets yeah. to Russia album. Yeah. Like, look at that. Like, I mean, you, you can practically hear, do you want to dance in the background? Yeah. 
And like, even like, and I'd never put this together, but I almost wonder if like the font and not the font, but the coloring of the uh, in May, like the trailer itself, like <laughs> you know, the galaxy won't protect itself or whatever it is yeah. that, that type says is that same color as the Ramones out like name and uh, that album. I'm like, I wonder <laughs> if that's on purpose. Uh, at least it, it looks like that to me. So maybe I'm colorblind and I'm just now learning about that. Uh, <laughs> one of the, another thing, a friend of mine on, on Facebook pointed out, my friend Carl Lucas, not to be confused with Luke Cage, but he is Carl Lucas. He's a burning That's man awesome. friend of mine. I bet his parents. Uh, he's a, he, he works in special effects and films and stuff like that. One of the things he pointed out about the trailer is that he loved seeing them walking around uh, giant trees and in a forest and everything else because it just makes the scope that much bigger and oh, broader. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, and it's not like so much can get lost in green screen, as he pointed out, and I totally agree. So, like, to have these big set pieces like this um, is awesome. And it just, it just it's like, oh, they're visiting other planets and everything. So, uh, real quick, I wanted to point out uh, with this trailer because I saw footage from San Diego Comic-Con, so I think I can contextualize mm-hmm. some of this. Mm-hmm. Cool. The scene with, uh, uh, by the way, if you don't want to know anything about Guardians, this is spoilers right here, uh, but I'm barely going to talk about it. I don't it's think just... it's that much of a spoiler, but... <laughs> diet spoilers. It's like diet spoilers, spoiler yeah. Um, so just skitty, but up, FYI. Um, the scene with uh, Yandu Yodanta, played by Michael Rooker, and uh, Rocket walking down the catwalk when dudes are falling all around them, mm-hmm. that's a breakout scene. That's like, uh, that's them breaking out of prison. So and at least... That's what it, that's how it was contextualized at Comic-Con. Uh, so Yondu and Rocket are both uh, put into prison on the Ravager's uh, main ship because uh, there was a mutiny and they didn't like Yondu's direction. So they threw him in prison and they took his uh, whistle arrow off of his head so he couldn't use like that. And all of the Ravagers are terrified of that arrow because they know what it can do. Uh, so he's in prison. Baby Groot, in the meantime, they're like, well, we can't put him in prison. He's He's too tiny he'll escape mm-hmm. but we can't kill him because he's too cute they actually say that Aww. we can't kill him he's too cute That's let's, let's wait on it and figure it out so they just have him on a nightstand next to them <laughs> while they sleep he's just like, oh, so he so jumps good. down runs to the prison and Yondu over the next like few minutes is like no get me go go to this room and get me this thing and Groot just keeps bringing back the wrong thing after Aww. the wrong thing he just keeps getting it wrong he finally brings back the right thing and it's the mohawk that controls the arrow. So he puts that in, whistles for the arrow. All the Ravagers are like, oh, crap, we're dead. Oh, oh, expletives. And uh, <laughs> Yondu like, and Rocket walk into that main corridor to escape the Ravager. And he just like whistles the arrow back and forth and kills every Ravager on the ship. And they're just falling off the catwalks. Which is as that they shot. As they fun. slow motion walk out like a couple of bad A's. So that's that shot. Uh, the shot where they're on the planet that we were just talking about, uh, that was the lead-in shot for them going to meet Kurt Russell. So that might very Ooh, well be Ego, Ego the planet. They might very be nice. on the living planet itself going to meet that's Kurt Russell's father. Oh, man. Very cool. So, But that's all the context I've got. Um, but I, I do think it like the entire trailer seemed to be parsed out like Gamora, Star-Lord, Gamora, Star-Lord. Yeah. Here's a couple mm-hmm. others. Gamora, Star-Lord, Gamora, Star-Lord. And it's like there are two types of people in the world. Those who dance and those who don't. So... 
I think there might be some unrequited yeah. love stuff. I think that's going to play into the relationship that Star Lord and his father have. I think Ego dances. Oh, Ego's definitely a dancer. He's a dancer. He's, He's Captain totally Ron. a dancer. He's totally Doom and I were... <laughs> Captain Ron. Good pull. Doom and I were talking about how much more Chris Pratt looked like Star Lord. Like how it's just like there's yeah. a, a total vibe of, yeah, or as totally as Koi might say, a Star Lord ness. Mm-hmm. He looks just more like a space pirate. Yeah, like he's got that flavor with that, the shorter the, the, beard. Yeah, exactly. The beard, the swish in his hair. <laughs> yeah, like he feels more like the comic version, and the comic version feels more like him. So they're slowly becoming one person. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna have to rewatch this movie now. Uh, I'm oh, gonna have to see volume one. Oh, you poor, poor woman! What have you done to me? He's made me more nerdy than I already was. (laughs) Uh, That can only be a good thing. (laughs) Like he just has such a man. He's a space pirate, and you know, here's what I and this is going to sound maybe a little weird. I love that they have space T-shirts. Yeah, like he's wearing a T-shirt and it has like a logo on it, and that logo is from a whole other civilization. Like, right? I think that's awesome. I I went to this place. Yeah, I went to this planet, and all I got was this crummy T-shirt. Like, I think that's. I went to this weird planet and got like it's like a band tee of a planet. I love that. It's like they went to one of the Star Trek Next Generation planets. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. If they went, if they they went to Riza, they got like a Vulcan or something like that. Like, oh, and I think that we see the reverse angle of this shot later in the trailer. We see this. And then we see him like looking out of a, a weird looking hole, like when he's back on the planet, uh, like later on in the trailer. So this starts it, and then later on we see him. Do you guys think that's nowhere? No. It, it maybe it's not nowhere, but like it looks like it could be another piece of the celestial, just because the 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 holes, the yeah, like Swiss I mean, cheese pattern, looks like membrane. Maybe I I kind of just thought that was a like a whole other planet. So, but maybe, I mean, it, I, I wouldn't be disappointed if it was Nowhere. I love Nowhere. Or and I, maybe I would, they found the body part of that, the celestial head. That would be awesome. Uh, one last thing. Uh, the Gamora scene where she's like, sitting, yeah. like, and she pulls that sword out. I think that is followed by, if I remember Comic-Con uh, footage correctly, that's followed by Star-Lord going, you have a sword? Or, and she's like, of course I have a sword. <laughs> and like, they have this weird banter back and forth about it. Um, I think. And then, uh, this is also the scene, you know that concept art that we saw of that weird giant space yeah. piece coming down? Mm-hmm. This scene was immediately like, there's kind of a camera pan up and you saw that giant space piece coming space down. Beast. So I think this is the opening action set piece that makes for sense. the film. Because nice. I, I also know that in this scene, at the Comic-Con footage at least, we saw um, Aisha, uh, okay. the, the character Elizabeth Debicki's playing. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of ends up being the villain. So I think what happens is, she calls in the guardians to help them like fight this extra dimensional portal beast mm-hmm. and they fail or something happens and then she's like there's collateral damage i'm coming after you i don't know it's all very like foggy but that's kind of what i'm putting together for now so yeah. uh if you're looking for a good uh guardians comic to read and and the bendis run is uh you're through it or you're you're kind of in the middle of or whatever also go check out the dan abnett run from the mid 2000s it is to this day one of my top 10 favorite storylines from like from guardians of the galaxy volume uh number one uh all the way to the thanos imperative that whole run with the exception of like they have like a couple of like secret invasion comics here and there like those tie-in books but with with that out of the way like that whole run is great it's great and it that's the run that started the guardians yeah because before that you had like charlie 27 yondu yudanta major victory like you had these weird heroes from the 31st century um, and I, th- I think from what I remember of the rumors for, uh, from the Marvel offices, uh, uh, they tried to make that film work no. for two or three years and they That's just funny. couldn't get it. 
That would be um, kind of ambitious. Yeah, and then big. finally Nicole Perlman went to them and said, hey, so Dan Abnett's doing this comic with these characters, what if? And they were like, yeah, give it a shot. And then oh, magic. Scoosh. Yeah, so. Okay. Uh, let's talk, that. do you have anything that you wanted to talk about? You just said, okay, I want to make sure I'm not running you over. Uh, well, uh, the only thing, well, I know Dan Abnett from, um, he did the story of Martha Jones, which I really enjoy. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, it's uh, one of the Doctor Who novels. Mm-hmm. It's uh, just before mm-hmm. Last Abnett's of the Time Lords. a big Lords. writer, yeah. Yeah, uh, right before Last of the Time Lords. Uh, and it's just, it's a really, it's, it's about um, Martha Jones where she travels the world mm-hmm. for that year telling the story of the that. Doctor. I, I love that. And that was like, one of the stories that I fantastic. wish that they had done in the TV series. Yeah. Uh, so, um, uh, lastly, we see Rocket at the end shooting a hole, and he gives a little smile, and that's great. All right, so, mm-hmm. now we can talk about Deadpool, Coy. But it's not good news. It's such mm. not good news. It's stupendously not good news. I'm really upset. Yeah. So, <sighs> this is how I feel. This is, this is to Tim Miller. Yeah. We'll miss you. We know that you're still with us, but... We know also that life will never be the same without you, and we'll never see that vision, that powerhouse flavor and style and poise you brought to a film that changed my life. And, well, I hope you move on to better things and find someone new and someone to care for, but I'll never be the same. Koi misses you, baby. Oh, we shouldn't laugh because it is actually sad news. Yeah, I'm no, really it is. Uh, really t- director Tim. Wow, I wrote it. Tim Myler. The rundown. Tim Myler, uh, director Tim Miller, oh, uh, had to exit uh, the Deadpool sequel due to creative differences. Sadly, with Ryan Reynolds. Yep, and that royally sucks because uh, w- the impression that we all got was that like those guys were like super duper besties for life. And now there's, like, a butting of heads. And, like, according to rumors from sources on the inside, the two of them haven't spoken to each other, like, in months. Like, But um, the four of them made that. Like, it's it's the two writers. I know. And that's why it's such bad news. I'm a bro squad that's amazing. And, like, when four homies make a movie, it turns out like that. Like, a movie. I know. You can tell that movie was made with pure love and chimichangas, which is what I'm about. Mm. And I, to lose... It's like losing the cheese and the chimichanga. It's it just not the it's same. Tough. It's, it's tough. It's yeah. tough. So I don't know. I mean, I'm excited. Uh, I mean, we're still gonna go see the I'm film. I'm still like, gonna twitch yeah. every time the Deadpool two concept comes up. But it, it really is interesting that we have a, a movie that was in a superhero genre. You don't really see such clear fingerprints on anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when we lost. Edgar Wright on Ant-Man, you could see where Ant-Man mm-hmm. had been an Edgar Wright film because he's that strong of a director. I feel like with Deadpool, we saw a four-person team really shape something. And, like, everyone involved with Deadpool, from 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 the best boy to the extras to the director, made that film what it was. I'm really curious what the next one's like without such a clear voice. Uh, yeah. Or who they get next, or who can even fill those shoes, or who so will get along as well. So let me What if they got Edgar Wright to direct Deadpool? It would be very different, but I would be very excited. What? I love Edgar Wright, what and if I they love got Deadpool. Quentin Tarantino because that's there's, I, a, there's apparently a petition to get him to direct it. Don't Whether that'll work, but want. <laughs> yeah, kind of like yeah. I think that would be a Tarantino film, not a Deadpool. And film. I yeah. I want a Deadpool film, and that's what made Tim Miller perfect because it was his first film, so mm-hmm. he could make a movie that didn't. It felt authentic to both what I imagined his vision was and the character. Yeah. Whereas I feel like a director like Tarantino with such a strong flavor that makes one universe. 
Yeah. You, I mean, it'd be great because then Samuel Jackson being in both would be canon. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, we'd lose a lot of what makes Deadpool Deadpool. And I love, you know, Kill Bill's action scenes and stuff. And I get mm-hmm. there's like, you know, swords. And Tar- I get Tarantino's yeah, a there's... fun director. Right. But his films so. are very Tarantino. specifically Tarantino. Yeah. yeah they're so personally. Ground, uh, was it um, Grindhousey? You yeah. Know? Like it's, yeah. it's a certain style. It works great. And it works great for it works great. Tarantino. But yeah. I don't know that that works for Deadpool. And, so. you know, I really, the way he handled uh, the breaking the fourth wall was unique, and the mm-hmm. way he handled the tone and the walk and talks and everything else was great. Uh, but, I don't know, I I, I think if they're going to get another director, they either need to go super stylized, like Tarantino, but mm-hmm. me personally, I'd prefer not, or they need to go with a director that's an unknown and give someone else a new chance. Because yeah. I think it'd be really cool to give another unknown director. Well, and one of the things that works so well about Tim Miller was that he did, he did like, so many of the special effects stuff almost for free just because he's like this is my movie this is my baby mm-hmm. like that ended up saving the studio and the production costs so much right but it was also like he knows what he's doing because he owns his own special effects house and everything he visualized else so the like, whole thing before he made it and I, you could I almost wonder if like getting a special effects like a director with a super hard background in special effects like Tim Miller right and then allowing Ryan Reynolds to be Ryan Reynolds yeah like no, just no, turning I, him I loose, yeah. Right. I think that might be the best way to go. So there are two directors I think that are super stylized. That their style I think lends itself well, and one of them is who the live chat is going crazy about. I think Matt Vaughn would be incredible. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, he would because be he, he loves be really that good. kind of humor. His style is amazing. Kingsman is one of my favorite movies from that year, and he's he's in with Fox, and he loves comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, my other one is I am a. Big and this is uh, controversial because his last films haven't been as good as his early ones in most public opinion. I love Guy Ritchie so much. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Guy Ritchie yeah. and, and Matt Vaughn have a very similar Lock, style. Lock stock into Lock stock and, and snatch yeah. and the underrated rock and roller. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think <laughs> having a movie that's that frenetic energy, that mm-hmm. kind of comedy, that insanity. Guy Ritchie makes movies that are full crazy, mm-hmm. like Brad Pitt. That would be a good fit, right? Brad Pitt and Snatch that is like a, one mm-hmm. of the best Brad Pitts. Brad Pitt is Brad Pitted. Yeah, I think Guy Ritchie might be. Uh, out for this one though, because mm. Disney just locked him into one of their live action remakes. Yeah, I think he's uh, doing Aladdin. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Of well, like, <laughs> but, Disney's uh, not going right? to let their. Not gonna be like, oh my god! Disney's hey, going to let them yes. do go do a super uh, violent a Fox re- film. Yeah, a Fox movie. <laughs> I mean, he's a super violent director. It's not like they can be like, hey, everything your brain thinks, not anymore. Like, I, I think no. if the timing lined up, he'd be great. I just, I mean, it's not an option. It's my Literally, dream. you don't know how much power Disney has. <laughs> They're brainwashing Guy Ritchie as we speak. They're like, you did not marry Madonna. Um, <laughs> No, but I, I, I think those, I like. yeah. those two guys, yeah. I think, would be the I like style Bond. I want. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's, yeah, let's go over cool. just real quick what happened. Reynolds renegotiated after Deadpool for uh, casting approval and creative control. Like, some semblance of creative control. We don't know right. the specifics of it. But uh, that is, like, so Tim Miller had full-on control of the first film. But now he's having to share that with Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds has very specific ideas. Ryan Reynolds was taking the route of, uh, at least according to all the rumors from the rap, Ryan Reynolds was saying, no, I want it to be a raunchy, R-rated comedy. That should be the focus. And Tim Miller was saying, no, it should be a stylized action film. That should be the focus. Um, The first film combined those two elements very well. But now each one of those voices is trying to pull a little bit too hard. Got it, yeah. And the studio typically would side with the director and let the star go but the star in this case is the guy that is the, the guy it's the lead, like, it alive, yeah. yeah so uh you kind of can't do that apparently the the big breaking uh straw was uh tim miller really wanted kyle chandler for cable and reynolds did not i don't know like i don't see screen tests i'd have to see yeah, it all. yeah I, don't know. I don't know if kyle chandler was ever confirmed to be playing cable right. or if it was always just the rumor that that was the name 
Um, but apparently that was kind of the breaking point. So what I'm reading is that like that casting is because I, it sounds like because that was what the fallout was. It wouldn't make sense if they were going to stick with him. No, exactly. And, That's kind of what I'm thinking too. So, Miller. um, uh, but Domino, uh, screen tests are still going on. And according to the rap, uh, they are with actors. There's a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, Kelly Rohrbach, Eve Hewson, Ruby Rose, Mackenzie Davis, Lizzie Kaplan, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Sienna Miller, Sophia Butella, Stephanie Sigmund, and Sylvia Hoax. So I like Sophia Butella out of that, definitely. Which one? Is, oh, She's, no, you're right. Now, right? She would be good. She'd be yeah. great. Um, for the, she was, uh, oh, what's her name? Jala? Jala in Star Trek Beyond. Um, yeah. And, she's also and, the, uh, the bad guy and enforcer in Kingsman. Yeah, yeah. she's great. She's the so one Matt with Vaughn, the knife one, yeah. yeah, Get Matt Vaughn involved and then cast her. I mean, I also I really like Sienna Miller, and I love uh, how Ruby Rose looks. I haven't seen a lot of her work, but her, she's super striking. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, not the, familiar with half the of these. The rest of them. I, I, Sienna Miller sounds familiar. She's been around forever. She was in Casanova, the Heath Ledger film. She was in mm. G.I. Joe. She was in, yeah, that's right. I just referenced Heath Ledger's Casanova, uh, mm. which hasn't been done since it came um she you, you definitely know her work she's really yeah. good yeah. uh okay. and then lizzie kaplan's great she's really funny and she's yeah. charming and she's killing it on her show uh i i'm just worried about the director like i mean i, yeah. I yeah. trust casting if ryan reynolds is so involved because he knows that character it's like i don't think deadpool himself wakes up and will mess up a deadpool film but yeah. i also at the same time don't think deadpool should direct his own film like right. i'm literally like i'm talking about the character not ryan reynolds i think ryan reynolds is so in the character's head that it would it's it's ironic that this is the strife yeah, uh, but I don't know what direction it can go in because it's such a unique voice. Like Deadpool can be done so wrong so quickly. Yeah, mm-hmm. so hopefully, like the writers will keep the ship on course and that's no what matter what. I like think Rhett, Reese and Paul Ryan Warren, Reynolds yeah. will be very involved. I think he'll be very involved yeah. in who the director. Well, is. I mean, he was very involved initially, and now like that they've kicked the other director. Like Fox was like, we've got two choices. We chose the star, right. not the mm-hmm. director. So surely they're going to rest on the star to be like, who do you want? Right, exactly. You know? So I'm really curious. Who makes you happy, Ryan Reynolds, you prima donna? Uh, so Avery and Towns, at Jedi Master Towns, uh, asked who do you think we'll replace him with. I just wanted to acknowledge, we've already asked, yeah. we've already answered who we yeah. hope that it is. But I wanted to acknowledge from, that you asked around. us on Twitter. So Idea. Thank you. So thanks. Joe Carnahan, who directed Smoke and Aces. Yeah. Featuring Ryan Reynolds. And an incredible performance by Chris Pine. Frenetic action, hyper violent, super funny, stylized Joe who, Carnahan. Who who directed Attack the Blog? Uh, oh, his name escapes me. Uh, I think he would be good too. Yeah. He's great. He it was like a, a very early. Yeah. Oh man, I, I agree. Attack the Blog would be a great choice. I'm looking it up right now. Okay, the right, cool. Is, the internet is, Joe Cornish. Started. Joe Cornish. He'd be great. Yeah, he would be good. He too. was in talks yeah. for so many big projects. Yeah. So it'd be like clearly yeah, he's on a cool. lot of lists. Yeah. All right. Okay. Anything else before we move on to Logan, our final subject, and then talk to our Mary Marvelites? Uh, we'll miss no. you, Tim Miller. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. All right, so, Logan. First impressions, favorite moments, what do you guys get? Yo, Children of X-Men looks dope. Dude. It looks like Children of X-Men. Yeah. It looks like a Children yeah. of Men drama dystopian future film. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm it so totally excited. is. It's Old Man Logan. Like, they really yeah. captured, like, that whole, like, as you would say, Ness of would Old I, Man Logan. Would I? You would. You yeah. you know you would. I would. I would. I love I'd. the grit of it. It definitely oh, has. Oh, it looks oh. so gritty. And it's like um, it really got me when it had him uh, next to the graveyard mm-hmm. and then drinking. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I know what this is. Mm-hmm. I know what this is. I'm not gonna say it for this because read Old yeah. Man Logan because yeah. um, you know it's dipping into that well. Uh, but it's like ah. Uh, <laughs> um, uh. 
Oh, so that. good. So got me. And I loved uh, seeing X-23 kicking some butt. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. Mm-hmm. She, yes. Like, you see her, like, so just, like, scared and vulnerable. And mm-hmm. then you see that one shot, and it's very quick. It's like, like a little sequence yeah, where she's trigger. like, stab, jump, stab. And then you see, like, yeah. Wolverine on the floor with his claws. And you see the two claws on the top and then the other <laughs> claw underneath, like, coming down at him. You're like... She is a feral beast. Well, she got trigger scented. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, what, what's one what, to yeah, do? Yeah, look at the Oh, that's... And, and, and unless you pause that, you really don't see... You don't understand that those two claws, like... You don't see it. Like, yeah. you can't see the configuration of the claws unless you pause it. And it's just... Ugh. It looks incredible. It looks yeah. like an amazing drama that happens to have mutants in it. Like, I, I just... With this like, is the Wolverine I wanted for so long, and I never well, thought I'd get it. This trailer is. <laughs> we'll, we'll see if Fox is able to nail. You know what? Uh, you I'm, know, giving, I'm giving a carte blanche. I'm 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 trusting them. Yeah, because no, so I, much. So this much. trailer gives me trust. I am very excited. I think it's going to be as incredible as the trailer is. So the, I might eat my words in a year, in five months, <laughs> and be like, remember yeah, that episode? March, yeah. So yeah. Uh, uh, in the trailer, here's a couple sound bites I just want to throw out. Uh, we get confirmation that. The mutants are pretty much gone. Like, something decimated the population. They're not being born. Uh, the ones that were living are no longer around. Uh, because of things. Because of things, things. And we don't know what those things... And yeah. Old Man Logan, we know why. And this right. movie, not quite sure. Uh, we just... Uh, mm-hmm. Apparently, it takes place in 2024. And the soundbite was, Charles, the world is not the same as it was. Mutants, they're gone now. So, I don't know. I don't think this is the case... I'm 99% sure it's not the case. Percent sure? Percent sure. I'm percent. real tired today, guys. I'm sorry. Apparently so. Uh, percent sure that, uh, imagine if since they still own the rights to Scarlet Witch. Oh, man. Just a line. Just a line of dialogue that no more mutants happen. Can you imagine oh, a post-House of M, Old Man Logan? That would be the incredible. <laughs> right? Because like nice. explaining why mutants died off with a line of dialogue or a flashback or, to the end. Or of, if they said mm-hmm. Pietro's sister, they don't even say like Right, right. Pietro's because sister, we literally no have mutants. the characters uh, involved already. Yeah. Oh, I'd love that so much. Yeah, that would... I hadn't even thought about that. that right? That so cool. Because how... Oh I mean, God. what a great canon way to explain the end of mutants yeah. so the storyline works without yeah. Old Man Logan craziness. Oh, so cool. All I right. want it. Uh, so I think my favorite line in the entire film or the, t- the whole film, I've already seen it. Uh, the whole trailer was uh, Professor X saying she needs our help. Logan says someone will come along, and then Professor X answers with someone has come along, and it's like, oh, oh Logan, yeah. you're it, man, you're it. Yeah, and, uh, uh, super duper gigantic friend of the show, uh, Alan Alan Sizzler Kissler, the Sizzler, uh, uh, pointed out that he loves the parallel of the very first time we ever saw Logan. Yeah, was in the fighting ring in X Men. Um, uh, oh yeah. And Rogue shows up, this disenfranchised, terrified girl who has power she doesn't fully understand, shows up and needs help. And he's like, no. (laughs) And then the very last film that we see Logan is this very powerful, disenfranchised, very vulnerable, scared little girl shows up. And he's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, Kissler, I love you so much. Uh, Such an intelligent man, that that guy. Uh, So a couple moments that I saw... That I want to point out and get your opinions on. Logan killing someone with a knife, not his claws. 
I think it hurts him too much. I think him popping the claws is like a struggle. Do you think that's I, it, or do you think it's I think it's Old a moral Man, choice? It's a, like yeah, it's, like, it's like I won't pop my claws anymore, like yeah, he did I'm in not, Old Man Logan. Because that's what I was life. thinking. Yeah, I don't think I think it's more like I'm I'm not going to take lives, kind of a thing. Um, well, yeah, the healing ability, so it's like a self preservation thing. Sure. But I think it's more of a it's a choice. Yeah, I think both of those are good options. I mean, we can see his scars in yeah. uh, mm-hmm. this one shot, which means that his healing factor is at the very least diminished. Yeah, well, and we've already we've known that it's it's real it's it's pretty diminished. Like, and he's like sore when he's putting that coat yeah. on or whatever. Like, he's not in good shape. There's gonna be crying this whole movie. Oh man, I, I, every th- shot this of, is... of Patrick Stewart, I'm like, you broke oh. my heart again. Like, yeah. he's in three shots, all of them. Like, oh God. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. and like, not to mention the score. Like, you're using Johnny Cash. Like, one of the last songs he ever recorded is yeah. like. Yeah. Whatever. And like that song by itself oh, is yeah. like they know what they're doing. Tear invoking. So I love yeah. uh, Trent Reznor. Uh, it's a Nine Inch Nails song that Johnny Cash covered. Uh, he talked about how Johnny Cash's cover made it Johnny Cash's song. He doesn't consider yeah. it a cover. He's like, oh no, that's his song. We I covered it, it yeah. before he ever yeah, did yeah, it. We just yeah. did it first, and then when you do that well with a song, it becomes that. Oh, and then God, yeah. this, this movie it yeah. looks great. Uh, so, but I, I have a theory. I have a theory. On the knife and everything else. What you got? Okay. Here's my theory. You see that scene where, like, people are crawling towards what looks like Professor X when, like, that weird psychic storm kind of thing is going on, like, mm-hmm. right? I think that storm, like, so Professor X looks damaged. He looks so, like he's having a hard time containing his power. Like, you see that scene mm-hmm. with him in the bed where he's just, like, mumbling to himself. I think he's hearing, like, thousands of voices and he can't control his telepathy oh, anymore. Mm-hmm. Because he's too old, like his powers are out of whack, the X-Gene's not working, I don't know, whatever. But he's having a hard time controlling it. I think he kind of has maybe a Dark Phoenix moment. Not where he goes to the dark side, but where his powers get so out of control. While he's, like, Logan and Professor X and maybe X-23 are all on the run. Mm -hmm. And Professor X is like, I can help. But the powers get out of control. I think Wolverine has to kill him. Like he killed Jean Grey. And I think, I think... He's like, I'm not going to kill you with my claws. I'm not. Interesting. Huh. But I have to do it. And I, that's why he's crying. He's like, oh, I hate this. Because at the end, I mean, Professor X dies in this movie. Oh, there's no, yeah. there's I mean, no doubt. He dies in this film. We have Wolverine with a shovel. It looks like, what else? A broom? He has and, a broom yeah. in a forest? <laughs> he's got to sweep the, the forest. Scene, yeah. The funeral scene that's like probably, yeah. Like, yeah. So like, I, I no. think... I think Wolverine on the run, something happens to Professor X. Wolverine has to kill him for some reason. <laughs> then finishes taking out, like, you know, Donald Pierce and then uh, at least like delaying him. And right. then they yeah. bury Professor X. And that's why tears, bloody, right. shovel, no Charles Xavier. You're making the chat room sad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't want it to be the case, but I think that's what's what going on. What if he dissipates into a beam of light and then transfers his consciousness into another body and then inexplicably comes back in the next movie without explaining it? Well, what if they did that instead? Well, he... Yes. I think Let's that's what they should do. do. That. I think that's what they should yes. do. He should just come back. <laughs> X-Men 3, yeah. we remember you. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I mean, that's what the light in the mood, guys. Yeah. It begs a question, though, like, because it's one of those fun, uh, interesting things to think about with mutants. Like, when somebody's that powerful, like Professor X, what if he just, like, has Alzheimer's? Right. Yeah, and not yeah it, it seems like it's that. If a guy with, with powers, with psychic powers like that, doesn't know where he is or what's going on around him, or has flashbacks to where he thinks he's, like, in the middle of, like, X3, and uh, he has nightmares yeah. uh, about uh. X3. 
Uh, are remembering confusing timelines. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> um, but it, like, what would he do? Like, who could he hurt? Like, he could kill everyone around him. Right. Yeah. Right. No, no it, that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think something really bad happens, and Logan is does his does his best this entire film to take care of Xavier. But right. now, there's no other way. But he's got to do what he is the best at, which yeah. isn't very yeah. nice. Yeah, and he doesn't want to do that anymore. He doesn't live that life anymore. But he's got to do it. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, let's not be sad anymore. Let's move yeah. on. Boyd Holbrook as Donald Pierce, that hand. Yeah. Like when he's yeah. super cool. It's oh, like Terminator so cool, like original cool. Terminator. It looks so yeah. good, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we've already talked about Daphne Keene as Laura. Uh, mm-hmm. We also, uh, on, as comicbook.com predicted, on October 23rd, X23, they revealed like on Instagram a picture of yeah. her and said, just Laura. That was it. So uh, I thought that was great. But yeah, it looks like they're on the run and it... it it looks damn good. It looks really da- It looks super hyper. Yeah, there she is. It looks so dramatic. It looks so sad. Mm-hmm. It looks exactly as tragic as a Logan Wolverine film should yeah, be. Yeah, it looks intense. I love yeah. that. I realized it comes out in 2017 and it's an R-rated film, but it made me feel very old because I realized that people born the year we were first introduced to you, Jackman's Wolverine, born that year, could buy a ticket to the movie because they'll be 17 now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. came out in 2000. No. People born that year. Yes, Doom. Yes. How heartbreaking is that? Oh, let me buy an already ticket because I can. We're so old. Oh, so old. <laughs> oh my this God, is uh, We do have a number of Mary Marvelites. We do. And Let's do it. And I'm gonna. I'm gonna such. let you take take the uh, take the wheel. Okay. Uh, Doom for the order of pictures is going to be that stack of comics uh, first will be the one. Okay, so uh, yes, uh, for Mary Marvelite, so we have shout-outs, questions, and comments. Uh, so a birthday shout-out to Bethany Kettler, um, at Underground Nerd B. Uh, yeah, her birthday's on Thursday, and she says you guys are the reason for this ever-growing stack. Um, and uh, she sent a, it's a huge stack of Doctor Strange, Deadpool, yes! Black Panther. Excellent choices yes! all around. Yes. Oh, you're the best. What was, who was that? Uh, that's Bethany Kettler at Undercover Nerd B. Bethany, you yeah. are awesome. Nice stack, mm. too. Nice. Good choice. <laughs> that sounds like, nice stack. Nice stack. Stacks on stacks on stacks. <laughs> up, girl? Nice stack. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's um, so and funny. And a definite shout out to everyone who shared the Jimmy Kimmel Doctor Strange sketch Oh, with I us. know. Thank yeah, you. It was so funny. all of them. Yeah, that was so funny. And all the gifts. Uh, and then, like, special shout out to all of our international fans that won't be spoiling uh, it for their American Mary Marvelites. Free shout out for not Free shout out yes. for not screwing this up for us we love you um, please then... don't be a troll please please don't be a troll <laughs> yeah you can be a troll for so many other things please do not be a troll for me having waited since i was 10 for this movie please please yeah. so pre shout out for that uh, and thank it, you it was pretty fun uh at teresa fortez lose she says uh no spoilers are you all taking a trip to the wonderful dark dimension yeah yes. she's a classic marvelite she's yeah a good one. yeah and then i'm um, ant duck at quacker ducker Everyone Love who spoils gets to go home with Marcus. And that's that's the Jimmy Kimmel, uh, oh, the, Doctor Strange. Throwing him into hell. I love that so much. Look, Doom doesn't have a Mjolnir, but I do have a Banhammer. And, and I will wield it. it. <laughs> you have a, a Ban Mjolnir. Uh, uh, I, I do, and I do love that. Like Doctor Strange doing that is actually comic book canon. Like they were like <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel was like, "Oh no, we're gonna we're dig gonna into the, the dark dimension. We're, we're gonna dig into the oath somewhere around book three or four and uh, skidoosh. Amazing, yeah, love um, it. 
Okay, so uh, moving on to some questions. Uh, Michael Blade uh, at Michael B. Ryder. He wanted to know if Netflix would ever do a Night Nurse series. I believe we've we talked uh, about we've this. Talked I about think this was last week. We, we talked, talked about this, this uh, but I do want to point out, he, he asked that, and uh, he and I went back and forth a little bit on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wants to be a writer, so I wanted to throw this out there to you. If you want to be a writer, uh, and you're having a hard time coming up with what you want to write about or whatever else, think about the stories that you want to see other people do, i.e. Michael Blade wants to see a Night Nurse series. If you have an idea for that, write that. It may be awful, but write it. Yeah, write it. Get it out there, play with it. Because at the very least, and this is advice I should be taking for myself as well, because I'm the worst perfectionist of all time. Uh, At the very least, you're going to up your skills as a writer. Yeah, and it's not yeah. going to be a waste of time because you're going to develop those skills. So if you want to see a night nurse thing, chances are Netflix isn't going to do a night nurse series. But you can make it, but write it for yourself. And you know what that might, might what might happen is that you might figure out a whole other story mm-hmm. that's not mm-hmm. an uh, uh, already known IP that you have to fight for the rights for or whatever else. You might be like, oh, you know what? I actually figured out a really cool way to make a really cool hospital drama, and I'm going to change the names and I'm going to develop a new storyline of my own. And there it is. So do that. You wouldn't believe how many scripts are literally other scripts that they move stuff around. Yeah. Like so many scripts in Hollywood are literally another thing that became a new thing. Yeah. And I, uh, like multiple I, times over. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I, I think I'm going to take January off from this frenetic pace I've been taking and write a Spider-Man comic. Cause I, I've always wanted to Dude, do that. Yeah, so sure. it's, it's the so same. So anyway, that's, same write. that's writer's advice to you, uh, to you, Michael Blade at Michael B writer and, uh, any other writers that are listening to our show. So, yeah, uh, and I'm not sure who did this next one. Maybe it is Michael Blade again, uh, mm-hmm. but it's Takoy. A couple of weeks ago, you wore a Spidey slash cap shirt with Queens and Brooklyn on it. I need it. Where did you get it? Mary Marvelite Max Heron. Oh, Max Heron is the greatest. <laughs> uh, he's one of our two t-shirt makers. Uh, both are incredible artists. Both make high quality shirts. In this case, uh, T Public, I believe, is the website slash Max Heron. Uh, his Instagram is Max Heron. He is a he's a very talented man. He also made our Punisher shirts, the one batch, two batch. Uh, I cannot sing higher praises for either of our yeah. uh, t-shirt makers. They're both great gents. Nice. Um, yeah, we we hopefully can get like something set up for you guys. But uh, definitely hit him up and I'll hook you up. He's, he's brilliant. Fantastic. Okay. Uh, next one is kind of more of a comment ish mm-hmm. question I got from Charles Lee at Goofy Fan underscore Chuck. And it's basically it was in reference to uh, the Logan, um, mm-hmm. the Logan movie, where it's like uh, Storm get Storm to the MCU, make her a true weather witch, her ancestors were sorceresses, and get a Netflix miniseries about that. And basically, how do we feel about that? Uh, Storm, to to get like a Storm Netflix series, yeah, Storm right. solo movie and a Netflix miniseries. Be like, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I think there's yes. enough. There's enough. Like, uh, I mean, like, there, there's enough storyline there to be able to do that. I don't think they'll do it. I don't but. think that they will. I would love. To, if Fox seems to be trying to do like an X Men, X Men on their TV. I would love to see them do an X Men Netflix series. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's made for it. It's a serialized type format. And yeah. Like X Men, yeah. especially. There's so much content. That's yeah. why I was never mad at Fox owning X Men because it's its own universe and it's big enough. Like there's yeah. like 19 X Men titles. Yeah, uh, I would love it. I would love something that finally crossed over properly between film and Netflix. And Storm could easily be that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Storm is a leader of the X Men. She led the team. She is. She has rich history. She has a rich power set. She has a fun power set. She's brilliant. She's tactical. She's got a story that you can invest in. Uh, if they're going that way, she's one of the X Men. I would prefer be a full series. Yeah. So yes, one of my one of my favorite Storm uh, stories that I would love to see them figure out a way to do was the one where um, 
was soon. It was early '80s, I think. It was soon after they she joined the team along with the other uh, Giant Size X Men. But um, like Doom somehow kidnapped her. I can't remember the exact specifics of it. But somehow she mm-hmm. ended up being kidnapped by Doom, and he encased her like in this metal thing uh like allegedly kidnapped allegedly <laughs> kidnapped oh you kidnap uh, a lot of people doom yeah doom, doom we're watching you uh but uh Squirrel her claustrophobia like got the best of her because she's like oh, exceptionally yeah. cross claustrophobic and her like subconscious started to take control of her weather powers and she started to create a worldwide storm that was decimating the entire earth oh that's amazing <laughs> and the x-men were like uh, we now what have we, to go stop Doom so we can stop Storm. <laughs> like, and it was like it was super. I was like, oh my god, this is so good. So I would love to see him do something with that, but we'll see. Yeah, and uh, knocking this one to you, Doom um, at Dallas J Stumbler uh, asks uh, Ant Man series recommendations. Um, yeah, I, I saw your 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 note on Twitter, so I wanted to make sure that we sh- we talked about this on the air. Um, there's with reading Ant Man comics is an interesting thing because like. Other than like Hank Pym never had like a title run necessarily. He had Tales yeah. to Astonish, uh, and there is a great collection of Tales to Astonish where they like if if you look it up on like uh, Marvel's app, it it just shows it, it says it's Ant Man, but it's actually they just photoshopped Ant Man <laughs> over Tales to Astonish on the cover page. Um, but that's a good way to like yeah. read like man from the like man in the ant hill, which is like his first book, and a lot of the older stories. Um, I'm actually enjoying the Scott Lang run right now. I'm a yes, little behind on it. Yeah, I'm a fun. couple of issues, but it's really fun. Nick Spencer's writing that one, and it's it's really fun. Yeah, so I, I say check out that. I think that some of them are on Marvel Unlimited, um, and then uh, do the uh, the big one. Read the uh, the two parter. Uh, 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 How to steal an Ant Man. Uh, from, uh, from oh the, the Marvel premiere series yeah, where the Mar- they first Marvel introduced Scott Lang yeah the the two parter where they transferred yeah. the Ant Man title from Hank Pym to Scott Lang it's it's like the the basis loose basis for the movie uh, and it's a blast I I own my I I went and found my uh, my copies of the actual of the original books <laughs> <laughs> I have them in like lock lock and key um, and then uh, this is a, a weird one, but uh, Ant Man season one. Uh, Marvel did a bunch of these like season ones mm-hmm. uh, where they did like a graphic novel that does like uh, like a, a modern sort of like retelling of the origin story of each character all collected and it's a great uh, just because it, it doesn't exist anywhere else the season ones are a hit and miss uh, I like this one it's Hank and Janet and their sort of origin story and I thought it was a great uh, if light, uh, light like not too dark version of their story but it's good it's a good read deals a lot with like the loss of parents and like how they came together Hank's like losing his first wife and it's a good it's a good story uh, my I also recommend uh, Age of Ultron was a, a pretty good read yep. and that was mostly Scott Lang and or uh, Henry Pym if that's the Ant-Man you're looking for um, also Rage of Ultron which just came out I believe last year I think like mm. January or February mm. of last year and it was like a self-contained uh, graphic novel that was released um, and that is uh, that was pretty good I can't remember who wrote it, but I remember liking it. I've read that so, one. Check it out. Yeah, Ra- Rage of Ultron. So yeah, there's Age of... of Ultron, Rage of Ultron. Those are, those are both uh, pretty good Hank Pym stories. Yeah, all like because most of his stories are contained within the Avengers. Yeah, as opposed to outside of it. So yeah, re- go read old Avengers stories. Uh, <laughs> yeah, basically, basically, yeah. Uh, Tony Stark didn't invent Ultron. Marvel movies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, Marquis, who else have we got? Uh, okay, so we have Berkeley the Wise um, at K. Heavy six, 
Uh, can you fan cast remaining big roles in Black Panther, Shuri, Ramonda, and Sion? Oh, um, Shuri, obviously, Letitia White. Um, Sion, Sion is... Um, um, I had I had to remind myself of this one. Sian is the uncle that held um, the Black Panther title um, after T'Challa's um, father died. When T'Challa oh. went off on his journey oh, to become whoa. worthy for Black Panther, it was Sian the Swift. So forgotten that exactly. Oh my god! Yeah, he's a very charismatic character. Berkeley the Wise, you were killing it with the deep cuts. Yeah, that, I mean that's great. I I don't he's, know. Who he's could... funny, right? He's charm. Like he's, he's got he's, he's got like a, a certain like wittiness. He's suave and he's a attractive he's suave he's attractive um danny glover (laughs) (laughs) he'll he'll, he'll just play everything yeah i just uh not donald glover danny glover oh 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 yeah because they have to have age on him yeah yeah Um, that's a you know be the uncle he couldn't just be he he could he could do that he's a handsome charming he's he's a handsome charming witty guy yeah i'd have to i'd have to think about that one but i know i know ramonda uh ramonda's the um the the Uh, I believe she's the wife of Sian, or she is, um, uh, she's the mother, something, queen mother, I know that. Oh, she's, she's T'Chaka's wife. Oh. Okay, so oh, oh, she's. So wife and uncle. It, were he yeah. not already in Guardians, I'd say Demon Hansu, because he's perfect, uh, yeah. as the um, uncle, oh my right? God, he would be. I and wanted Demon Hansu for T'Chaka until yeah. he was cast in Guardians. But. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Alfred Woodard. I want her as Ramonda. Oh my god! I want her in she everything. So good. But yeah, she she'd be a good queen mother. You know who'd be good? Fan of the show, Damien Poitier. Oh, right. I just saw him this weekend. He's right, he'd be great. I love Damien. Any Marvel loves him for CM? Yeah, he's a little young. I was real, gonna say he's a little young, real handsome. Yeah. But he is he is a devilishly handsome, younger, very younger charming brother, man, younger brother, and he's in Black Panther universe, and that man should work with that incredible cast yeah, and crew. Yeah. Uh, Tim Coogan, <laughs> Terry Crews. <laughs> How has no comic book property snatched up Terry Crews? That's actually that a good point. Yeah. He just really like walks through shirtless flexing, just like the Black Panther movie, <laughs> super dramatic, and he's like, Aah! I'm like, very cool. Yeah, no, that's nah. he's, yeah, that, yeah, he's yeah, that yeah. uncle. He's too good. He's too like, good. He's almost too perfect for a comic book movie. Yeah, because it's like yeah. he's Luke Cage in real life, so yeah. to put him in Luke Cage, just contain him. Yeah. Okay, so Doom, next um, uh, picture cue will be uh, Key as Doctor Strange. Uh, okay, so, uh, yeah, we're starting to run on time, so we do have one more question, but maybe we can just answer that via Twitter. It's like, who should be the next big villain in the MCU after, uh... Kang. Yeah, Kang. and this is Kang. at ZoomCook74. Kang. Kang. There Done. you go. Kang. Kang. <laughs> Doom. <laughs> honestly, though, honestly, though, I'm still stuck on this, the, the last Avengers film having something to do with Fantastic Four. I think... There's a reason it's untitled. I think Marvel and Fox are trying to work something out on Fantastic Four. Not mad at it. And that would mean Galactus and Doom are now possibilities. And I'm dying for that to be the case. So, Um, uh, anyway, go ahead. Yeah, after this pick, uh, the next one would be uh, the the display case of figures. Okay, Uh, so this is from... Oh, go... Yeah, you know. No, Joby1 Kenobi, at Jobius3000, drew this picture of me as Doctor Strange. (laughs) It is now my Twitter handle picture. (laughs) Uh, thank you. Thank you. This is, I love this so much. It's, this is, it's beautiful. I, this is how I wish I could read books. Like when it, like <laughs> at least once a week when I sit down to read a book, I picture myself meditating and f- letting it like float. Like, Don't let Matt lie to you. I've seen him. This is how he reads books. <laughs> he goes to that tree. He finds his inner peace. Yeah. He goes home and he sits next to his bookshelf and this goes down and there's cats. There yeah. And there right are next cats. Yeah. Yep. That Bodhi tree. And then Brittany's like, Brittany comes out. Stop. She's in a squirrel girl outfit. It's a whole thing. 
Whoa, well, this just got, this has got weird. All <laughs> I right. think my sexy shout-out's getting dirty. You should see after the show. Wow. Jeez, These fanfics are real. Ooh. I mean, hey. There's a reason oh. he's getting married to Squirrel Girl. Oh, goodness. She makes right. oh, Keep, keep going! Keep okay. going! Uh, and then from Alf Silo, some at CC Games 69. Uh, really nice. He says, nothing compares to hearing you guys talk on Marvel Movie News every week. And that he finally fixed his collection after a century. And then there's oh, yeah, a big display great. case of figures. Uh, so, yeah. And that's. Oh, my God. Right? Look at that. That's so good. Impressive. Dude. That is very impressive. Yeah. Sir. That's like a '90s era cover where they're like, you know, it'll sell comics if we put every ever. everyone. Like this is Infinity War. <laughs> that like, is literally yeah. the every ever, dude. Nicely well done, man. Done. Well yeah. done. Okay, so uh, dude, then, that's great. Uh, and the next cue will be the next picture cue will be that one that you tried to show at the beginning, but that's at the end of the show. <laughs> uh, okay, and uh, we have Marcus Lewis at Marcus on the Ave. Uh, you know, just heard Marvel Movie News episode 104. The joy of the three of you brings joy to my heart. Uh, like those Marcus, I believe that I told you that uh, it's a joy cycle. Yep. The joy of you brings joy to us, and then we bring joy to you. And this is it's real. This is it's, the way it, the world should real. work. That's, it's not a cycle of violence. It's a cycle of joy. That's why the live chat's so magical. We keep the, yeah. keep the love joy going. We gotta we gotta beat those uh, swords into plowshares, guys. Come on, we do, uh, we do. And then um, at Jedi Time San, which is Daniel Drew talking about Captain Marvel. Y'all should watch the Avengers Assemble app with her. What does All this right. mean? Uh, the Avengers Assemble uh, cartoon. I haven't, I haven't has, seen uh, this. Uh, if it's the one that I, I believe you're talking about, Avengers Assemble was the one that precedes. Uh, is that the one that precedes the what's currently going on, or is that Earth's Mightiest Heroes? No, Avengers Assemble is what's on Earth's Mightiest Heroes. It was, was the, the previous one. Earth's Mightiest Heroes, I loved. Avengers okay. Assemble, I couldn't get into. I tried real, real hard. Wasn't a big fan. Uh, felt like it pandered a little bit too much, but uh, Earth's Mightiest Heroes is great. And uh, uh, Daniel Drew, I- I'm sure the Captain Marvel and Avengers Assemble is great, uh, but Captain Marvel and Earth's Mightiest Heroes was so good oh no that cartoon is so good my computer just died well, oh no alright well I've got um, it I've well, got it pulled up here so okay so the very Darren, last Darren one. Jakes a little meme for Ed the Matt Key and the yes. rest of Marvel News gang yay. could resist enjoy yeah yay <laughs> so fantastic oh, that's so good I love it and that is <laughs> that is how I feel about Doctor Strange uh-huh. it's I pretty it. it's pretty dead on alright we yeah. do have a couple more Twitter things that came through I'm gonna super go fast uh, through them uh, do you guys think Doctor Strange will exceed the predicted $75 million opening? I want it to, but it probably won't. Uh, major takeaway from Doctor Strange, I can finally pronounce Cassilius uh, properly. Hope you enjoy. <laughs> I am the Vengeance. I am the Knight uh, 52. Thank you for that. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, what kind of post credit scene should Doctor Strange or Guardians 2 have from uh, Iran uh, Kihano? Um, and he also asked, can I get a birthday shout out? I turned 27 last Tuesday. Happy birthday, Iran! Uh, post credit scene, I would love to see him doing something with uh, Scarlet Witch. That's what I, I want to see that so, 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 so bad. Uh, I do cool. think that he's going to probably do something with Thor. I think that's what they were re- recording when it was like 177 A Bleaker that's Street. I think, yep. ah. I think that's probably going to be it, but uh, uh, I don't think that's a Thor, but I would love to see a, a Dr. Uh, Scarlet Witch. Um, uh, top three movie minute at top three movie minute uh, says, Will Doctor Strange open up opportunities for alternate versions of Captain Iron Man? Uh, sure, possibly, but I think Marvel's also gone on the record saying that that's not what they're going to do, but it's possible. Uh, who should be the next? Oh, we've already answered that. Sorry that I'm going through this. Um, Mike Clark at Nonviolent69 uh, joined the live chat on Marvel News, saw Doctor Strange twice today, and oh my god, I loved it. Thank you. That's exact. That's, that's all. It. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's, that's all we need, need to know. That's and, it. And, and, and in two weeks, we'll have seen it, and you can tweet all the spoilers at us that you want. 
I would recommend that you don't because you could <laughs> ruin it for someone else. Yeah. I won't care as much. So, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, right, left of wrong, uh, at lefty Wylight. Uh, first time I'm able to watch Marvel News live right now. Good time, such a fun show. Thank you, right? Hey, we appreciate yay. that. Uh, I think that's probably all the time that we have. Uh, James Anderson, you just went and saw it. <laughs> yep. uh, and thank you for that. And uh, yeah, we're going to skidding it up. We're going on. All right. Uh, I you plug a thing. Plug yes, your thing real fast. Real, real fast. Uh, I'm in the Rocky Horror Hipster Show this weekend, and in the movie, there's a criminologist who reads a book, and my cast and uh, an amazing artist, Ashley Perriman Quach, instead of making it a book, made it a comic. Yes. So I am now officially, there's a superhero origin story of my character in Rocky Horror, which made me so happy, and I think that's Yay. the coolest thing. Yay. That is very cool. So I wanted cool. to thank her, and this is amazing, and I will tweet it up because it's amazing. And thank you guys. And if you're in LA, if you want to come Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, 8, 8, and 9, I will be there. It's at Three Clubs in Hollywood, and you guys are great, and you're all 100% Rod Tomatoes, my heart. Oh, this is so sweet. All right, McKay, you got anything? Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, Doctor Who Live, if you want to see us for free, come on Thursday at Pack Theater at 8 p.m. Uh, if you want to see us for not free, but we're part of L.A. Comic Con, so really big, huge thing, that'll be on the 30th Sunday at 3 p.m. Come see Doctor Who Live, L.A. Comic Con, formerly known as Kamikaze or Stan Lee's mm-hmm. Kamikaze, and I would love to see you there in the audience. And, you know, let's chat. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting married, so I've got nothing going on except for uh, preparing for the wedding and then going on a honeymoon That's in Japan. Big. That's can pretty I, big. Can I pretty big. something? Doom, do it! Uh, I just got some big news in an email um, that a, a comic book that I wrote with my writing partner is uh, finally going to go up on Comixology. Whoa! Doom! Uh, so That's awesome. As, it's not up yet, but uh, as soon as... What's uh, the name of the title? It's called Kid Cop. Love it. Kid Cop. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's really weird and dark, uh, but uh, and it's a, it's a comic comedy book but uh so when it comes out i will absolutely be uh be sharing it with you all uh and uh hopefully it's been approved process and hopefully we'll be up shortly that's nice. awesome Jim. congratulations uh all right that's our show join us next week we'll see you <laughs> goodbye and skidabow producers maria menuno <laughs> kevin undergaro phil svitek christian harloff and the entire popcorn talk network we would like to thank you for tuning in for questions or comments be sure to visit popcorntalk.com I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals. All right, hey. All right, good job, guys. Uh, Let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day.